0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What with Dan and Julie. Today we've got Holly on, who is a fashion illustrator. Hi, Holly.
1: Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me.
0: Our pleasure. Um, so, should we jump straight in and what exactly is it that you do, Holly? Yes,
1: yeah, so I, I consider myself a fashion illustrator, which basically just means that I, I illustrate subject matter that's relative to fashion and beauty um mostly women and mostly these fashion forward gowns and um you know beauty but also everyday life so it can be anywhere from a couture gown to a woman you know just lounging on her couch at the end of the day
0: yeah that we saw your um your stuff on instagram it, it is really cool um it, it's it, it's so detailed as well i love it
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: But how did you sort of get into doing this? Because it's not, I wouldn't say it's very common. I was sort of unaware that it was even a, a job as such.
1: Yeah, I I graduated from college in 2013. And that summer I started an Instagram account. So um, between 2013 and 2014 was when I kind of got my foundations with that social media account And it grew quite a bit pretty rapidly. And I always say to people when they ask me, um, it was such a different space at the time, um, both social media, but also the fields of work that I'm in. So because there were less fashion illustrators on Instagram at the time, I was kind of able to solidify myself in that field before it got oversaturated. So I was attracting clients, um, both, you know, people that wanted personal work, but also these brands that I had always admired. And that's how I got my entry in. And that's also to this day, how I get all my clients is through social media.
2: So the way it works for you, are you your freelance, I guess, and then these brands or media contact you to do little bits of work for them?
1: Correct yes I work for myself I have I have management overhead I kind of handle all my incoming projects but I am free to create basically anything I want and kind of vet who I'm working with to make sure it aligns with who I am as an artist as well.
0: So this sort of um, skill and passion you've got for art Um, was it always something that that you've had or did it develop over time or did you study something at college that led you down this road?
1: I did I've been sketching my whole life and I'm so blessed that I have two parents who have supported that from my early childhood because that's not always the case with everyone and um, I know that can be difficult for many talented artists that I see who love what they do and they love art but are pressured either by family or just by financial restrictions to go in another route. Um, my parents supported me through fully the whole way. So I took art lessons as a very young child. And then in high school I was in an art focused program, which helped me get into art school, which I studied fine arts and closer to the end of my time there is maybe like a junior senior is kind of when I focused more into this fashion inspired artwork.
0: So how did you begin to develop this style that you're, you're now known for and, and brands come to you for?
1: Yeah, that, that too happened probably the end of my time in college around 2012, 2013. I, I had my roommates and my close friends And I'd ask them to describe to me their ideal bridal gown. (laughs) And I did these, you know, looking back on them, they're not very sophisticated drawings by any (laughs) means, but I I did these sketches and I'd say, all right, like, here's the gown that I think would be best for you. (laughs) And I didn't know that it was considered fashion illustration at that time until I had a college professor Um, tell me that I should look at the work of David Downton. I remember specifically they pointed me at his work and when I saw that other artists were doing this, um, not necessarily in the same style that I was, but I, I fell in love because I've always liked fashion and I've always liked all types of art, but I don't consider myself to be like a personally, personally, I don't consider myself to be fashionable by any means. (laughs) I'm always in, (laughs) you know, leggings and just a t-shirt, but I've always loved looking at and consuming um, high fashion. So for me being able to put it on paper was my way of enjoying it. Um, That wasn't, you know, spending all this money on clothes and dressing up. Um, So it's just another way for me to enjoy fashion
0: Right. So for me, I'm obviously quite an educator in the world of fashion. Um, (laughs) And how does it actually work then? What is the role of a fashion illustrator? Where does your work get get placed in magazines or or things like that?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of different avenues. It's gone um, for me, at least. I've been in magazines um most of my work is a brand coming to me with a campaign or line that they have in mind, maybe a new release. And the the project will be directed around a social campaign that employs my artwork. So uh, most recently I worked with John Frieda, which is a hair care company, to sketch their new packaging. And in addition to the new packaging sketches was tied in with this social campaign that went out on both of our channels. So it just exposes, you know, my followers, but also their followers to this new line and creates excitement in a different way. Um, I also do, you know, in better times when I was going to events, (laughs) I would, I do live illustrating at different, um, you know, fashion houses and, Department stores, so you know, usually focused around a new release or a new capsule collection. Mm. Um, I've, I have many retail products that are sold both at department stores, but also on my own website. Um, and Cause now, that's
2: what I was going to ask is: it, uh, Do any of your um, illustrations become actual garments, or do you get bought in sort of like at a concept stage sometimes, or do you see a line and then do the drawings after?
1: it's usually the latter that you mentioned so it's kind of interesting because fashion illustration originally existed as a way for designers to get their ideas on paper so the designer would be illustrating and then creating their work um, into a garment and that still happens but i think with um, social media but also modern commercialization it's kind of shifted into this more art form where we'll see the work and sketch something inspired by it Or um, what I do typically is sketch something that is completely new to me and from my imagination and I sketch it and present it as an art form exclusively, not as this um, intention of creating it into a fabric or or a garment. I I can't sew. I really wish I could, (laughs) but um, yeah, I would love to see it someday. One of my designs become... um, you know something tangible but I don't think unfortunately that I'll be the one <laughs> creating it. I don't think you want me to it would fall apart but <laughs> yeah so to answer your question for me it exclu- it exists exclusively as an art form
0: um, and what kind of um, products are you able to to sell you you mentioned um selling stuff on your website how how has that kind of developed
1: yeah my main product are prints that consumers purchase um to hang, hang on their walls just to look at um, as decorative art, and I've shipped to all fifty U.S. states and internationally. Wow! Yeah, so it's it's exciting to see where they go. They they travel much further than I ever will.
0: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I, I love I love that aspect of it. So I, I have prints, I have calendars, I have mugs. Um, what else do I have? I have quite a bit, and then you're as an artist and this is for me, but also anybody that is interested in becoming a professional artist, you have the ability to license your work Mm. to um, in, on, in many different avenues. And that just opens up an, an, another revenue stream of um, possible income.
2: Wow. Looking over your uh, Instagram and uh, they're really amazing, but I was wondering, do you use digital? Um, technology for your illustrations such as uh you know ipads and things like that or are you still quite traditional using pencils and that sort of equipment
1: i use both i i much prefer traditional media which for me is alcohol markers um the brand that i use is called copic Mm -hmm. that is my preference um however in maybe 2016 2015 the iPad Pro came out and I worked with Apple to do some educational events, teaching my work of wow. fashion illustration on the iPad Pro. And that opened me up to digital illustration, which I had never explored before. And so now I, I combine them both sometimes, um, meaning I'll sketch with my uh, markers on paper and then scan it and then take it into this app that I sketch by hand on my iPad Pro with, or I can sketch from the on the iPad Pro start to finish. Wow. So I, I kind of go back, back and forth, but my preference will always be traditional media. I, I like the tactile experience, but I think it's great because the iPad Pro, but also any digital um, illustration methods have just opened accessibility up to artists that they didn't have before. So for me, it's a positive because it just gets people creative by any means.
0: We, uh, we actually had a a digital illustrator on recently um, called sketch by Sienna. And she mentioned you, um, which is actually part of the reason that we reached out um, and said that you'd really inspired her um, to get started. And, she originally was doing her all of her work um in what do you say watercolor journals? yes watercolor watercolor and then um moved over to the ipad um and it's allowed her to do a lot more work so it's definitely a tool to look into when you're getting into this field right
1: oh absolutely and i'm very thankful to her i'll have to listen to her episode that's great um yeah it, it's great because like with her with the watercolors you're taking your tools that you would typically be using and now they're just moving all onto the iPad, which you can throw in a backpack or a purse, take on a plane without having to carry all those <laughs> tools <laughs> with you. And modern technology with these um, illustration softwares allows you to sketch in the way that you would with watercolor. And I'm sure she covered this in some way, but mm-hmm. there, there's so many brushes that allow the the digital process to look more like traditional illustration than it ever did before.
0: Mm-hmm. It sounds like, um, you know, starting this journey and and all the amazing things you've done already, like, you know, uh, your stuff gets used in marketing campaigns. You mentioned um, doing a few bits with Apple and and, and the iPads. And this sounds like it's really opened up a whole world to you, you know, the digital illustration world.
1: It has. I'm so grateful. And this past year, I, I signed my first book deal um and Congratulations. my book. My first, thank you. <laughs> my first book comes out April 13th of 2021. Um so uh, uh, we're in March now. So about a mm. month a month from now.
0: Wow, not um, long.
1: Yeah, and it took me about a year and a half to create, but it was good timing because, you know, the whole world was kind of stuck at home mm. and most of us still are. <laughs> so I had this opportunity to to teach and put on paper my process of illustration from start to finish and education specifically in the arts has always been such a strong um passion of mine so i'm so grateful for the opportunity and i'm really excited for people to to learn my process
2: Hmm. so what's what is your process what what is an average day for you
1: Yeah, it it kind of varies and I'm lucky that I am my own boss, so I can kind of make my own schedule, but I'm an early riser. So in the morning, I like to have a few cups of coffee, probably more than I should be having. (laughs) And I answer my emails and kind of do all the administrative stuff like right away. Um, And then I, I kind of pause and another big aspect of my life is working out um, so I usually work out. And then after that, I get into filling any online orders that I have from the night before or the days before. And I'm still hand signing everything, all prints that I make and shipping them myself. And then the afternoon is my creative time. So that's mm-hmm. when I'm sketching. Um, and I love sharing that process on my social media accounts. So with one hand, I'm videotaping on my iPhone. <laughs> On the other hand, I'm sketching. um, And I share that out with all my followers. And then, you know, by the end of the, I'm I'm usually working through the end of the night, but it's, it doesn't feel like work. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's a positive and a negative that I'm working quite a bit, but (laughs) I do take time off on the weekends to just kind of slow down and do Mm. something that's completely unrelated to my job.
0: You sort of mentioned um, social media at the beginning and uh, how when you started it, it was kind of a different different platform, almost Instagram. Um, but how have you developed your Instagram account? You mentioned you get a lot of your business through that. Uh, how have you sort of worked on that?
1: Yeah, that that is ever evolving because I think there's so many there's always this talk of, oh, the algorithm shifted and this is what works now. (laughs) And I think the one thing that has remained constant is just creating this organic content that is natural to you and not forced, Mm. seems to always survive any of these shifts that we see behind the scenes with Instagram or Facebook or, you know, TikTok now. Um, So I just try to Illustrate and sketch things that make me happy. And when I started, I was always so concerned about putting things out that I thought other people would like. And it really quickly became this thing with me where I didn't enjoy my work because I was so focused on making sure that I got this sketch out really quick. So people could see it in, in a timely manner that it was still trending in. And that became, you know, not not such a great process for me. And it definitely stunted me artistically. Mm. So I'm at the point now where I've returned to just sketching what I like and putting it out there. And um, for me a lot that that turns into, you know, sharing my process with videos. And videos seem to be something that at least right now people are certainly interested in viewing so that helps increase my um, engagement and exposes me to more followers
2: you've uh, said uh, that you you obviously work for yourself this is your own business you know get up to the admin stuff in the morning with a few cups of coffee how was it for you to learn and actually create your own business what was that sort of process like
1: the business end has always been a struggle because I am very much artistic minded. Um, so, you know, all that the behind the scenes structural stuff has been and is still a challenge for me. So I look for support in those arenas. Um, whether it's, you know, hiring an accountant to do all the, of that stuff, because I'm certainly not a mathematician by any <laughs> means,
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> or, you know, getting help from my dad who runs his own business. So I know what my strengths are, but at the same time, I know where I need help. And I'm not afraid to ask for it. <laughs> so the business end is mostly, you know, me seeking help, but also I was forced to learn a lot of it too. And I'm a better businesswoman now than I was, of course, when I started <laughs> and <laughs> you learn, you learn by mistakes. So I, I recommend to all artists, no matter what stage they're at, that they have a contract ready to go when mm-hmm. they take on any type of new work, um, because it really will protect you in your artwork.
0: So did you always want to have your own business? You mentioned your, your father had his own business. Um, is it something that you've always wanted to do or you just set up the Instagram account and it became bigger and bigger as time went on?
1: Yeah, I had no intentions of having my own business. Um, the in, Like you said, the Instagram account just took off. And at the time that I had it, I was bartending at night and on weekends. And then during the day, I was working as a teacher's assistant And it got to a point where I couldn't do both anymore. (laughs) So I looked at it realistically and I said, is this something that is sustainable? Um, And it was really scary, but I I took the leap and I'm really glad I did, but I'm not a leader (laughs) (laughs) by nature. So it, 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 it was hard for me to go off, you know, independently without structure and support, but um, it, it grows over time. And, and like I said, I, I know what my weaknesses are. So I just filled in the support um, externally from there.
2: What would you say are some personality traits that you see in yourself that you think have really helped you um, get to where you are?
1: Oh, <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> um, I mean, i am I've always been creative. So that applies, I think, both to my artwork but also how I problem solve <laughs> so if a problem arises I think I'm good at looking at the big picture and kind of stepping away from um whatever I'm tied up in in looking for creative solutions to that problem mm. um so I think that's where my strong suit lies
0: um and, and where where else do you see yourself taking this sort of um digital illustration or fashion illustration forward where would you like to see yourself in 5 years time
1: yeah i would love to continue down the route of um exploring you know more books the the book that i am releasing next month contains both digital and um traditional methods of mm-hmm. illustration but i would love to do a focused book on digital illustration um in addition to that i'm releasing courses Um, which are not out yet, but I'm really passionate about teaching my process. So I'd love to get some um, digital classroom going that uh, my followers, but also anyone interested in artwork can can consume at their own leisure. Because I always hear from people that um, want to learn what I'm doing, but might have full-time jobs so it's really something that I want people to be able to enjoy because they love it, not because they, um, you know, feel like they have to. But so that, that's what I would like to do next.
0: It's such a great idea, and it's a really good example of um, what social media and the internet can allow people to do. We talk about this a lot on the podcast. We have a lot of people that have had a passion or a skill, and the internet's allowed them to create their own businesses. Um, and like you say, like courses um, and and being able to teach your fans or followers something that you do is now a real viable thing for someone to be able to do right
1: oh absolutely and I think the last year has made that explode Mm. Um, I've always offered that up for free and I think I always will in some capacity a a, a big um, proponent of my platform is allowing you know accessible education to this to my process, so I'll never take away those daily tutorials that I do on my Instagram. Mm. But I, I would love to go more in depth on my process and, you know, longer format courses, maybe like master courses. Um, and right now, we're working on something to complement the book, um, so the book can almost serve as like a textbook to a, a broader classroom.
0: Mm. How was the process of writing the book for you? Did you find it difficult?
1: I found. The writing part's difficult. The last time I was an art major in school, <laughs> so yeah. I didn't do too much writing. Um, the last time I wrote anything was my senior thesis, <laughs> so it's been about seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The sketching of the tutorials is obviously something I do every day, <laughs> so that wasn't different difficult. But um, I had editors and uh, designers working on working with me on both ends so I, I i was certainly supported and guided along the way
0: mm. and and for you what have been maybe the two biggest positives um you've got since you started this journey
1: uh the the, the one that sticks out to me most is the amount of artists that i've been cre- been able to connect with um i i founded a illustration group on facebook and It's a group where every day artists from all over the country share their work and we provide feedback to each other. And it's kind of like this therapy room where (laughs) we have if we have a problem relating to our art, we can kind of share it in that safe space that we've created for each other. Mm. Uh, And I've been able to, to connect with artists, you know, on projects and all over. Um, mostly so far this country, but I would love to travel when it's safe to do so and meet artists in other countries. Um, I, the other positive is just waking up and being able to do what I love every day. There's, It sounds cliche, but um, there's, I know that not many people can do that and not many people have the support of their family to even begin to do that. So I'm, I feel very lucky that that's my case.
2: And on the uh, the flip side of that, what would be some negatives you've found of this industry?
1: Oh, <laughs> negatives, uh, certainly, and this applies to any artist, it's very easy, especially with the nature of social media and the internet, to have your work stolen. Mm. Um, I see something every day with someone or a company using my work in a way that is either not legal or not ethical. Um, the smaller fish I've learned to just let go and, um, kind of let be, because if I were to chase all of them, that's the only thing I would be doing. (laughs) Um, but when it comes to someone taking advantage of my work on a larger scale, Mm -hmm. I'm a fierce defender of my work and I'm a fierce defender of other artists' work being taken advantage of. Um, i have the resources to defend mine but a lot of people don't so if there's ways that i can help them i'm i'm ready to do so without you know being a lawyer myself but i'm happy to guide them um to find to help you know prevent it in the first place but you know um so that's that's one definite negative to any artist on the internet
0: we, we've had a, a few um, artists on the show, and that's actually been a very common answer. Um, it seems like it's just it's incredibly difficult to uh, to stop or to, to do anything about, really, unless, like you say, you have the resources available.
1: Certainly, yeah. And it becomes even more difficult when it's overseas because the copyright rules get a little complicated, but... Uh... Uh, yeah i mean that it's certainly outweighed by my enjoyment of the process so i never want to discourage people from creating artwork but i think in setting up and setting yourself up for um you know protecting your work is the best way you can go about it whether that means you know registering your copyright or signing your work prominently watermarking it there's so many ways and this is something that i cover in um that that group that i mentioned but um yeah so i don't want to discourage people from going into art thinking that they're going to have their work stolen left (laughs) and right but um it's something to consider that will inevitably happen
0: Mm. Um, at this point we usually talk about sort of um what people could expect to earn as in salaries and when we talk to artists i think the easiest way to sort of say it or, or to talk about money is to say when you start you know it's it's going to be difficult to survive on it so solely um as an income stream and it develops as you develop your name in the industry is that fair to say
1: Oh absolutely um i didn't i didn't go full time with my art until i had absolute solid footing um i think if i had jumped too soon i would have been you know anxiously creating work all the time waiting for <laughs> the next job opportunity to happen mm. but once you have solid footing it's kind of up to you how much you make because you know, you set your daily rate. And when I hear what artists charge when they start out nine times out of 10, it's far too low. So I always advise people to quote high and then work your way down if need be a -hmm. bit, but you're going to find consumers and clients that value your work for what it is, and if they respect you and your work, they will accept your hourly rate, um, and you know that can only increase as you build your portfolio and go on in time. And um, there's so many you know income streams that artists can do now, whether it's you know creating edu- educational content, like I was talking about, or um, licensing your work selling art prints um there there's so many ways that I think we never thought was possible even like 10 years ago um so it's definitely a viable career that I wish was taken more seriously sometimes and respected a bit more but um I know I know artists that do very well for themselves
2: yeah certainly um what would be something that was not in the job description when you started this? something you just never really expected to have to deal with um going down this journey
1: oh goodness <laughs> i I hate absolutely hate on screen time, <laughs> meaning on <laughs> um, anything where I have to put in a podcast I love because it's not on camera, <laughs> and we can just sort of chat, but um myself and I know many other artists do not like putting themselves out there, so um it's it's very you know unnatural for me to go on camera and talk about my work I'd rather my work speak for itself I think that's kind of why I'm an artist because my artwork speaks for me and uh moreover my my um characters kind of embody my mood (laughs) so I let them kind of carry my story but um I didn't expect for um the need for me to put myself out there as a person um, and that's something I've gotten more comfortable with over time and with experience, but um, it will never be quite natural to me.
0: <laughs> we we talk about this a lot on the show, don't we, actually, Jules, because um, we always say like we're trying to grow, obviously, the podcast and the audience. And then when TikTok came out, everyone said, oh, jump on TikTok, make a few TikToks. And as soon as I turn the camera on, I just get all clammy and I can't speak. Um, (laughs) And and I think that's really common, even though we can sit here and do the podcast um, and it goes out on the Internet and everyone hears it. um, It's something different about video, isn't there? I don't know what it is.
1: Absolutely. And I've been lucky with even video and on TikTok. I I still just film my artwork. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm, I'm very rarely in my own videos and so much so that when I do put myself on screen, or do share a picture of myself, my followers will go, you know what, I didn't even know that you were, I thought you were a gentleman, I didn't realize you were (laughs) a woman, um, because I never share pictures of myself. Um, All they see is my hands usually. So um, yeah, I I think with time, it'll get easier. But it's very, (laughs) it's a little uncomfortable for me sometimes.
0: Mm. What's your top piece of advice for anyone listening to this and thinking do you know I'd, I'd quite like to go down this route
1: um i i would i always say that everybody is an artist i i know a lot of people will say oh i just do it for fun i'm not an artist but if you're creating something whether that's on paper or in your mind you're doing something creative um and just that process is extremely rewarding and something that everyone should be exploring i think
2: and would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now?
1: I think so. I, I will say it would be difficult for me to enter just because of the saturation of the market. But we all have such different styles. And I, I mean, in my experience, everybody that I've worked with that's within my field has been nothing but kind and embrace of each other and their work. Um, so I definitely would. I think I'd have to work a bit harder, but, um, once you kind of get your footing and ground, groundwork, it, it's a really fun experience.
0: Well, honey, that was, uh, that was brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on and, and taking the time to chat
2: with us.
1: Thank you both. I appreciate it. I, I love hearing what you both do.
2: Thank you so much. And um, where can people find you and your artwork?
1: Yes. Uh, you can find me on social media and it's a bit, um, it's a bit lengthy, but I'm at H Nichols illustration, singular illustration. Um, similarly, my website is H Nichols illustration.com. But if you search Holly Nichols, um, I should come up for all of those things. So we'll be sure to tag easier. you
0: when the episode comes out.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much.